0: extreme
1: anime radio and welcome to part two of the extreme anime radio podcast a continuation from earlier once again thank you uh, mischievous duck cosplay for joining us we are now joined by uh the usual guest north of the border and co-host mr nefkana hello sir evening, sir how are you not too bad not too bad uh uh wonderful conversation with mischievous duck. I wish we could have her on uh for a little bit longer, you know? Yeah, I was listening I was listening in as I was watching uh the local sports team um
0: shall we say bang their head against the wall repeatedly. Uh oh. Yeah, end of two. Uh homeboys are down six to three to the Buffalo Sabres. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, and it was like Leafs would score, Buffalo would score. Leafs would score, Buffalo would score. And then Buffalo said, no, 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 we're sick of this. We're just going to keep scoring more than you. Mm. Um. So uh, they've gone they've gone on to their backup goaltender, have the Leafs, and it's like, it's going to be one of those nights.
1: <laughs> well, uh, let's look at the bright side, sir. Uh, it is the winter solstice tonight. I thought it was yesterday, but apparently called it has pointed out. Uh, soon after we sign off of the podcast, it will be the winter solstice. It will be technically, winter will start. And I can't think of uh, the, the last time winter technically started so late. Considering what it looks like outside,
0: winter hasn't started, period. Okay? Like, oh. They, they've been doing construction, the, including today. Uh-huh. That is not normal. Oh, boy. Normally, like, the instructions stopped latest, maybe the first week of December. Maybe. Mm. It depends how much snow fell. Right. But like I said, they have been working day and day and day, and it's just like, if anybody doesn't believe in climate change,
1: I invite them to look outside my window. Oh, boy. Mm. Is, it, is it warm enough, or is it still cold? Well, actually, again, for this
0: time of year, it's still pretty warm. Like right now, it feels like let me just uh well, actually it feels like minus seven, but the feels like is not what you know the actual temperature is as we, as we all know, but it's more like there's no snow. Heck, there hasn't even been rain for nearly uh-huh. a week. This is getting a little spooky because I'm going, all the rain and snow we normally get goes into the water table and you know, sustains us through the rest of the year. Yeah, if we don't get that. Then I'm figuring by June and July the ground and everything else is going to be dry.
1: Oh boy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Brie and Brie, yeah, Brie We were asking yesterday about Brie uh uh not not getting a lot of snow in her direction these days. Uh and Liz has been getting rain. We've had a couple of rainstorms the last couple of weekends over here. One of the rivers in Jersey crested over, so yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's like I say, the weather is rather frightful.
1: But the fire is so delightful. Aha! And you see, I was leaving with that. You know? <laughs> but... And I'll say this too. I'll say this too. This is the first year
0: that because of the weather, I haven't even started listening to Christmas music until this week. Wow. In the car. It's like there's no Christmas, like there's no Christmas thing. It's like there's nothing there. and then this year this week i'm like okay i'm gonna drive home from work i'm gonna pull out christmas music i'll use spotify and just you know get some christmas music going because otherwise it's just like it does not feel right it's just wrong
1: we have to do replays of the christmas kringle candy king corner
0: you know what if i could get it to reliably work like because i have all this stuff on my network storage array and in theory i can access it remotely while driving, in theory. The reality is, uh, the connection is, shall we say, spotty at best. Mm. But it's like, yeah, that, that might put me in a better mood for, like, you know, it's beginning to look, it's beginning to look a lot like
1: Christmas. Yeah. The, the question for Neff is, uh, folks, will the latest iOS update fix his issues? We had another one, I think, this week. Yes, and it did not. <laughs> but now I'm trying something different. I mean, I've
0: given up on the air cleaner. I think the company has just basically thrown up their hands and said, you know, pff, we don't care because we have, we have your money. Nice. Mm. <laughs> but I decided to, okay, buy another version, a newer version of the wireless dongle that I use to uh, wirelessly connect my phone to CarPlay in my car. Uh huh. The reason I do that is twofold. One, because I have a wireless charging pad. Mm. But for in their wisdom... Decided wireless car CarPlay was not going to be a thing with a wireless charging pad. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, this I got this one and okay, it worked for a while, it worked for a while. iOS 17 has killed it, but I'm wondering if the newest version, which also adds a new twist and a very interesting twist. Because in addition to doing CarPlay and Android Auto, which you expect, it does AirPlay. Ooh. What does that mean? That means video on the screen, in theory. In your car. In my car.
1: Obviously, not while I'm driving. No <coughs> to no.
0: <build. laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not that crazy. Because A, that is illegal in my jurisdiction. And B, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to try to watch video while I'm driving. That's insane. Like. I've seen people do it, and I'm just going. How do you keep your eyes on the road when you've got this screen in front of you with whatever you've got on? Like, just-
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, if uh, if you and the Tesla like me you could sit and park and charge, and uh, if we had the connection, we could watch like a Netflix film, you know? Thanks to Elon Musk, or as you like to call, uh, Ding Dong De Carlo. Well, speaking
0: of Ding Dong De Carlo, you remember that there were supposed to be some new superchargers in the local area where I live?
1: Yeah, they, were, in, they, were, under, uh, they were under construction, weren't they? Well, yeah, they finally finished a few weeks ago. Okay.
0: So in theory, if I were to buy, you know, one of Ding Dong DiCarlo's rolling disasters, I wouldn't have very far to go to charge. Oh, wow. Although part of me is waiting for the rest of the auto manufacturers to say, okay, yes, we've finally given you the connection. Mm. And just use that instead. Because like I said, build quality of the 70s. And I'm sorry, call me a fuddy daddy, but I like a speedometer right in front of me.
1: Not <laughs> off to my right. Not off to the side, yeah. right. I hear no, you. I don't like that. Some of the higher end uh, Teslas, I think, have in the, up in front. Don't they?
0: Yeah, the S or the X. And frankly, the X would be interesting, except it's a six figure car. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm not paying six figures for a car.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Unless you, you know, you really want to impress somebody or something.
0: Well, not only that for the, the reason of, you know, impress somebody, but I'm going, my concern with the X is the stupid going doors in the back. Because mm. I look at those and I go, how many ways could those get damaged? And, you know, the number of ways just keeps ticking up in my head. <laughs> it's like, okay, uh, for example, you don't properly spec out how much space beside you, crunch. Yeah. Above you, crunch. And that's too,
1: too many already. And Bree
0: was...
1: The... Huh? Sorry. No, Z, go ahead. I'm sorry. Bree was pointing out in the chat just now. Uh, you, uh, she thought you were interested in a mach Yes, I am. And funnily enough, now,
0: first of all, Ford apparently has been told by over half their dealers that they no longer want to carry EVs. Mm. Now, I don't know if that's North America or just the U.S. Wouldn't surprise me if it's the U.S., though, because from what I can tell, they, they've really, like, Ford really burned a lot of goodwill, especially with the Ford Lightning, when, they, when the dealer said, here's an $80,000 U.S. truck. And we're going to add on $20,000 of ADM, additional dealer markup. up <laughs> Why? Because we can. <laughs> and so people said, oh, yeah, you can keep them. So now they've had to cut production. And, yeah, they just shot themselves in the foot. The dealer I normally do business with apparently has 24 Machis, either on the lot or incoming. Wow. And I'm going... And it looks like he's actually selling them at close to MSRP, none of the, you know, ADM baloney. And I'm going, okay, (laughs) maybe I'll I'll slither by there, you know, at some point and go, I see a lot of these on the lot. Hmm. (laughs)
1: Uh, And Bree says, if a Tesla gets sliced, they're hard to open too. Not only would they be hard to open, but just like, some other EVs, um, you probably have issues with the battery degrading faster on the charge, right?
0: Yeah, and then also the fact that uh, the Mustang Mach-E, like the Tesla, offers P-A-A-K, phone as a key. Mm. And in the mach subreddit on, on Reddit, there are numerous reports of the phone as a key failing miserably. But not only does it fail miserably, the backup... Uh, pin number that's supposed to get you into the car, supposed to start the car also doesn't work, yeah. because the, the thing loses its mind, it loses its marbles so you're stuck there until someone brings you the
1: giant fob that a maki has <laughs> hmm. well, uh, I, I remember when I visited you uh, phone as a key they activated that in the middle of my car rental, and you see how that worked out
0: Yeah, I got to be honest. I mean, I like the idea as a concept. Yeah. I can just see the number of ways it's going to fail. Like just, you know, there's something to be said for a fob from the manufacturer itself, as opposed to a third party, you know, controlling things and things just going slightly awry. Mm -hmm. Sort of like when Sirius XM introduced their new app. Oh.
1: You you don't you don't have SiriusXM, do you? I do, and I sometimes I don't use the I have the app on my phone, <coughs> I have the app on my Apple TV, and I do use that yeah. app on the Apple TV sometimes. Okay. All of the apps have been updated. And apparently, well, for
0: iOS, there are some advantages because now hey Siri actually works.
1: Never oh, wow. worked before.
0: Okay. So I can say, for example, hey Siri you know, play NHL network from Sirius XM. Nice. And it'll do it. The problem is that they also haven't, they've botched a few features and eliminated a few features that are really key for some people. For example, uh, one of the features on CarPlay was you could advance or rewind 15 seconds. So if you were in the middle of a podcast, whatever you missed a word, you hit, the, you hit the button, you go back 15 seconds, and you get the word. Okay. That's, that's gone. Oh. The only option you have right now is to is go back an hour, Oh,
1: which is kind of useless. Go back an hour is what I had on, on my app before on, on the TV. Yeah, that might have been on the TV, but this was on, this
0: was on the Apple CarPlay. I see. So, and now the live button doesn't always seem to work. That's another bug. Whoa. And there's another bug I've reported where sometimes the steering wheel controls don't work until you, until you interact with the Sirius, X, uh, Sirius uh, screen on the screen in your car. Oh, boy. It's like, whoever beta tested this, they failed. Like, <laughs> they, just, they just didn't do their job. Man. And if they got paid to do it, they should get back their paycheck.
1: Oh. Well, um, you know, I I certainly, you know, um Tesla um it has more ups than downs, although the the, the biggest down is recalling every single Tesla, it seems, over <laughs> autopilot issues.
0: Well, okay. <laughs> the, the whole problem was that this was over promise and under deliver. Mm. Okay. And this is the this is something that has happened throughout the dawn of computing. I mean, basically yeah. Oh, well, computers will do everything for us, and we'll just be able to sit on our butts. Right. New. Or the paperless office. New. Hmm. You know. So I've I've always been of the belief, under promise and over deliver. Because when you do that, you look like a genius. Dot 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 from poor JR. So <laughs> obviously that's not working for me. Oh dear. No. <laughs> <I'm in trouble.
1: laughs> No, I understand where you're going, but, uh, no, um, <clears throat> very interesting, um, that I saw the John Oliver piece on Elon Musk. That was, that was a little bit wild.
0: I can well imagine that any rants I've ever done about Ding Dong Kala would pay an insignificance to what uh, he would do.
1: Well, he did his homework,
0: all right. Yeah, because I'm sure A, he would, and B, he would have his wit really so sharp, to the point where, you know, the air is sliced when it comes <laughs> to uh, Mr. Musk. Yeah.
1: Um, this is uh, Christmas weekend now, so what does that mean? More NFL games. Uh, in particular for you, you have an interesting situation with your bills because if I'm not mistaken, they're playing tomorrow. And if I'm not mistaken, it's exclusive to Peacock. Except... If you're in the local market... Oh, then you can watch it, yeah.
0: Then you can watch it. And <laughs> technically, we technically we are. However, what the cable provider up here does, who's also the Canadian rights holder, is they will six, signal substitute, and you won't get the unadulterated broadcast. You will get this mangled, mashed, and gambling-infested broadcast that drove me originally to put up an antenna so I could get the American <laughs> broadcast, because even though the American broadcast, and I will be honest, there is a fair amount of gambling, you know, thing on there, but right. literally what they've done with the Canadian broadcast is literally take out five minute segments of the American broadcast. And it's basically all gambling, like props, over-unders, you know, lines, and all this. And it's just like, I want to watch a football game. If I wanted (laughs) gambling information out the wazoo, I'd go down to Las Vegas or drive
1: up to or drive down to the local casino at Niagara Falls. I like I like the latest stat that they put on when when the teams go to fourth down. Should you go for it or should you punt? And the compute the the stats say this. Uh, That that's the thing that's driving me crazy now.
0: Well, I'll tell you this. I mean, I understand the logic of, at some times, okay, just go for it. Because it's either going to work, and you're a genius, or it's going to blow up in your face, but you were were done anyway. Right? But the number of coaches I've seen where it's blown up in their face, but they were done anyway, I'm like, you're just trying to get fired before the end of the season. Hello, you know, Los Angeles Chargers coach, the latest (laughs) victim of, you know. Like, the mere fact that Bill Belichick still has a job.
1: Yeah, after you know, all
0: that, right? After all, after what what's happened to the Patriots. You know, the only reason I think is because Kraft is like, you know what, I have to pay him anyway, and I'll just do it on, you know, the last day of the season, you know, the day after the last regular game of the season, and, you know, have a nice life, Mr. Belichick. Like, there's talk that he might, you know, if he gets fired... Uh, either become a talking head on TV. And there's a wild rumor that he might get the Chargers job. Ah. I'm going, he's proven that unless you give him a generational quarterback who might as well be a synthetic human being, he ain't (laughs) all that in a bag of crisps.
1: He ain't. (laughs) He'll pull one of those one-day jobs like he did with the Jets. Oh, okay, now you're talking ancient history. Good for you. (laughs) uh, And for those
0: of you who don't know the background of that, he was the coach of the Browns, had a handshake agreement for the Jets, but then said, you know what? No, I'll go coach New England instead. Best part is, that is not the worst thing that has happened to the Jets. See the whole Aaron Rodgers debacle.
1: Yeah, and now he's not coming back. Yeah.
0: Yeah, now he's finally admitted, no, I'm not healthy enough to come back. And I'm going, you, sir, are a prima donna. It must be about you. I mean, like, do you wake up in the morning, look at a mirror and go, hey, I'm Aaron Rodgers. Worship me. Because that's what he's been doing. I mean, he has burned all the goodwill he might have had after, you know, hosting in Jeopardy While I was going, you know what, dude, you could take over the job and I would have no problem with that. <laughs> now I wouldn't trust him to run a one-car funeral.
1: He wakes up and just yells "Blue eighteen, blue 18 Well, better than Peyton Manning. Omaha up every morning.
0: Omaha, Omaha.
1: Who's uh? Who's it, the the Cowboys quarterback? Says now here we go.
0: Oh, yes, Mr. Prescott <laughs> came into Highmark Stadium, you know, all, you know, full of, you know, vim and vinegar, and left feeling buffaloed. Ah, no. Nah. You see, you can be the best quarterback in the world, which Dak is not. But if you run into a hot defense who are angry at the world... Congratulations, your life is about to be miserable for 60 minutes or so. (laughs) And the Buffalo Bills defense was angry. They might be held together with scotch tape and prayers, Mm -hmm. but they were angry. And it showed, which is why, you know, Saturday's game against the Chargers. I'm just going to sit there and go, okay, let's see if we can get this Chargers coach fired (laughs) after one
1: game. A well, uh lot to look forward to this weekend because uh it's Christmas. People celebrate with families and people celebrate watching football. I'll probably do be doing both of my new uh flat screen TV, um, which it finally happened, folks, after so many weeks and uh Nev had the premonition that it was on its final legs and uh yes, that's the uh why are you why are you redeeming emote only chat? I'm talking about flat screen TVs.
0: Well, apparently flat screen TVs are not, uh, you know, Jinji's <sighs> uh, favorite thing in the world to talk about.
1: Right. Maybe, so, he was, maybe he was splattered by a flat screen as a child. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start a five-minute timer for emotes, and we're just going to be bombarded with emotes. So that will be a perfect time for me to talk about my flat screen TV. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I have an LG 43-inch. No, 43. 48. LG 48-inch 48 OLED. Uh, Which is the latest LED model a lot of uh, A lot of uh, nice bells and whistles uh, Dolby vision Dolby Atmos and all sort of things it hooks up seamlessly with my my cable box and my new sound system receiver, so I'm in seventh heaven now. I've seen a few things saw the Monday night football game, which was amazing even though it was 1080p upscaled and not in 4K, which I guess I'll have to deal with.
0: Oh, first world problems. You didn't get, you know, 4K. <laughs>
1: well, no, but the, the, it's the cable box. Um, you know what I did? No. Um, it was initially that, and then I switched to streaming, and I watched a game on streaming, and I, that might have been 4K. I have no idea, but it looked very good. When you say streaming, do you do you mean your laptop connected to the TV? No, ESPN app on Apple TV oh. connected to my provider. Ah, and your
0: Apple TV box is a 4K box, correct? Yes. Ah, that would do it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, as you discovered, however, um, it's 4K, but you're only get sixty frames per second, you know, natively. Right. But honestly, unless you're gaming you're not going to notice if it's 60 or 120.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Like no, you know, like nobody's that twitchy when they act.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, um, I have a lot of Christmas uh, movies to catch up on, which I'm going to have a hard time because I was deprived with no TV for a little while. Uh, but then again, uh, my family, we celebrate Christmas for 12 days. So even if it's after Christmas, if it's between then and January 6th, I won't mind.
0: well this will be the first year i won't be able to uh watch all of the world juniors live because Mm. you know staffing issues at the office mean that some of us had to stay behind had to come in you know on the second of january boo that means me (laughs) (laughs) but uh you know the funny thing is because they're over in sweden they're going to start way earlier than they normally do Mm. like 8 a.m oh okay sad part is because i have to do physio and take pain pills i'll be up anyway so it's like okay just let it run and while i do my thing it's like okay that's yeah. fine
1: so yeah the world Juniors is uh, an annual tradition uh and then we have uh let's see it's the uh, not time for the winter olympics this year it's the summer olympics in 2024 oh, yes
0: yeah summer 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 in paris which is a rather interesting way to put it, but okay. Uh, Now I just realized that, but I'm going, I'm not sure this year that the summer Olympics are going to be like, I mean, I've seen the ads, at least, you know, the American TV ads. Haven't seen many for the Canadian rights holders yet, but I just don't get the, the feel of, you know, a real banger of an Olympics. I mean, maybe I'm, you know, not seeing everything yet, but I'm just sort of like, Okay. You know, I mean, I'm more interested in the things that are happening in 2024, including the Professional Women's Hockey League, which starts on New Year's Day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know? uh, I hope they are successful. I will tune in occasionally. Mm. Uh, I will say, you know, having a Toronto team, you know, makes things a little more, hmm, there is a home side to root for. Hmm. And there's a Montreal team to hate.
1: That's perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, they play at Scotiabank or another arena?
0: No, I can't remember where they're playing. I think they're playing actually out of the old Maple Leaf Gardens, I think.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's better to start small and not have the giant expenses than to say, okay, you know, we're going to rent this giant arena and hopefully we get enough people to make it, you know, worthwhile, you know, not lose money out the wazoo, because apparently the entire league is owned by one person. Hmm. You know, which is which, and they're tr- but they are trying. their Their plan is eventually to sell off the teams, eventually to to interested owners. So, I think a lot of this is going to be you know getting the product out there, et cetera, making it you know getting it so that people go, yeah, I'd like a piece of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, of course, the NHL will have their New Year's Day uh, uh New Year's Day Classic this time on New Year's Day properly. Mm-hmm. uh, Vegas and Seattle. Uh, I've seen the uniforms. I'm no fashionista, but blah. You know, I just no, they just no. Just, uh. <laughs> I mean, they try too hard. I mean, the Vegas uniforms to me look like something that the Vancouver Canucks should be wearing. Okay. Which is ironic considering that they and Vancouver are fighting for top spot in their division right now. Mm. And the fact that that is the Vancouver Canucks, who last year were a literal tire fire. On the West Coast. I mean, they fired their coach midseason. They did it in the worst way possible. And yet, all of a sudden, this year, they come out of the gate, hard a pistol. And it's like, okay, mm. I like this. I'm surprised, but I like this. Yeah. Because I always like it when the Canadian teams do well, because the, farther, the better they do, the farther they'll get in the playoffs, and the angrier Gary Bettman gets. <laughs> and Gary Bettman tears are what sustained me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's talk about anime real quick. I showed this on the uh, on the flight sim stream yesterday. Have you ever heard of a Yura Yura head uh, uh, figurine?
0: No, oh, that looks rather frighteningly interesting. I suppose that's Anya from Spy X Family. Yes, but it's like the 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 style is. Rather interesting because the head is bigger, but so's the body compared to, you know, most of those smaller figures that we see.
1: Right. So, this was Karim's gift. And I also have your gift, which we're going to open up at the end of the show here, uh, still sitting right next to me. Um, now, I was going to ask you about what you're catching up with in anime and manga. And then, as I was doing the podcast, The Mischievous Duck, um, you sent me a link. I didn't open it, but apparently there's a, a little bit of a brouhaha over um, translation of manga by artificial intelligence. Yeah, instead of using translators,
0: they're, they're using artificial intelligence to, per, per, to quote-unquote, permit them to do simultaneous publishing of from Japanese to English of the continuation of The, Ma- the Ancient Magus Bride. Here's the problem with that whole allows us to. Yeah. You have have scan leaders who do this in a day. Okay? Come on. No. This is an, an attempt to, you know, run translators out of business or pay them even less than they already do. Yeah. You know? And the worst of this is it's like when you translate, if you just do a straight machine translation you're going to get the most flat, literal translation. It's going to be, at best, adequate. Because here's the problem. As we know, Japanese has dialects. You know, the Kansai dialect, the Osaka dialect. Mm -hmm. And translators, human anyway, are able to, you know, say, okay, this is this type of dialect, so this is how the character should speak to make sure that you understand that it is mm. you know, somebody from Kansai or Osaka. Yeah. If you think the AI is smart enough to know that distinction, then you trust Ding Dong and full self driving.
1: <laughs> and I don't. And Not only that, but also, um, come to think of it off the top of my head, exclamations. I noticed that uh, in Japanese manga... Uh, for sound actions like walking or creeping up or acting creepy or something, sometimes you'll have like a character to represent that. So, how will artificial intelligence interpret that? I don't think they can because it it's unique from one story to another. And as you just said as well, the dialects also come into play.
0: And and as you say with the sound effects, don't forget. Even if the artist has a particular style of how they draw it, it's not always consistent. Yeah, like you've like you've seen artists like if you've wrote, if you've read a long running manga, you'll see that the art style changes, not only for the characters but for those omnipedia, or the mm. sound effects. Right. You know? And it's like I, I can't see an AI software being smart enough to be able to compensate for that. It's just I mean, maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm not giving enough credit, but I'm going, I don't know about this. I think, like I said, I think what they're going to do is get these machines to do most of the dialogue and then hire somebody to handle, you know, the sound effects, et cetera, and pay them peanuts. Mm. I mean, problem is if you pay peanuts, you get monkeys, but that's another story.
1: <laughs> well, uh, going into... Uh manga that has been translated by actual humans uh, anything uh in the manga or anime department that's picked your interest lately um because Bree and i we spoke about a movie that we saw the other day and if you want to learn our thoughts about that you can go to the flight simulator stream from yesterday and watch but uh what's on your radar Neff, these days
0: well, uh, there's volumes of a few manga series that I've been following. Now, unfortunately, I don't have my iPad in front of me, so I may get the title slightly messed. Um, Showing it in another world with infinite level power, level level two skills. And it's funny because this MC literally doesn't want these powers, but as he goes along, literally, as he gets attacked and the magic magical beings try to destroy him... And he literally gets hit with the magic, and then he knows it himself and can use it himself as if he was born with it. It's just like, this guy's, you, you aren't gonna stop this guy. He's, he's basically gonna become, become God, essentially, at some mm, point. Yeah. But he's still like, look, all I wanna be is a trader. You know, I wanna trade items and magic, you know, furs, whatever. I don't wanna do any of this stuff. But, you know, you have the demons on the one side trying to recruit him, the humans on the other side trying to recruit him. The ironic part still being that the humans literally dragged him from his world into their world. Mm -hmm. And then when his powers didn't immediately manifest, they kicked him out and set him up to die. Mm. And yet he's not, he's not bitter or anything. He's just like, yeah, you did what you did and I'm, I don't care, but I'm not going to work for you guys. And it's just like,
1: this guy is either a sane or he's crazy. i have not figured out which. Sounds like a screwy version of Yu Yu Hakusho in a way.
0: Yeah, although, I will say this, what, what I find hilarious about this, this particular manga is that, look, you know, even the, pe- even the people who should be, you know, his enemies, he's just like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to worry about you. Mainly because I think in the back of his head he knows that, yeah, they try anything, he's just like, oh yeah, and you're done. <laughs>
1: Um, now how about anime? Uh, anything, uh, you've been watching lately on that regard? I've been, I've been trying, but every time I sit down and it's like,
0: okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch something, you know? I mean, at this point I'm, I'm at the point where it's like, okay, give me something simple to watch, simple that doesn't require much brain power. And the problem is I've got through the first episode of season two of girlfriend, girlfriend, and that's all I've managed to watch.
1: It's just been like,
0: I just need, I just need the, the, the right time. I just need the right, you know, everybody leave me alone. I mean, the good news is now I have a week off between Christmas and New Year's because our office is closed. Right. And it's like, I think, you know, aside from World Juniors, that's what I'm going to be doing. Mm-hmm. you know? Now, the question that I haven't seen answered yet, and this is, this is only to Canada, because the rights holder now has an extra level of streaming services that you have to pay extra for, I In the back of my mind, I'm going, are they crazy enough to throw some of the lesser, you know, games behind that extra paywall? In the back of my mind, I'm going, yes, they are. So it'll be a question of if they do it and which games. Because if there's no any games that I really want to see behind that paywall, I will pay it, but I'll be spitting nails.
1: Oh, boy. And how much is that charge?
0: Well... In theory, it's not that much. I think it's eight dollars a month, but it's okay. more the whole it's more the whole okay, we're gonna put this stuff behind a paywall. Like they put the Eli and Eli and Peyton Manning cast behind the paywall. Oh wow. And it's like, excuse you. You you you're basically saying that if I want, you know, a version of the Monday night football game that doesn't make me wanna, you know, just run away screaming, that's you know. Like,
1: no, 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 no. The Manning cast is kind of cool to me anyway. I get, I get it for free in ESPN2.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, again, you, the way you guys have it set down the, up down there, you know, because ESPN2 is basically, I wouldn't say a required channel, but it's much more prevalent. Right. See, because don't forget, up here, we only have the two major uh, sports broadcasters, TSN and Sportsnet. Uh-huh. And the problem is they know that, and they will literally do things, like I said, put things behind paywalls that shouldn't be behind paywall, extra paywalls, when they already have, you know, their cable outlet. Or, you know, my favorite, and it still bugs me to this day, when Sportsnet took over the streaming of the NHL games out of market from the NHL, see, when the NHL did it, you could get the home-and-away feeds. Now you get whatever, whatever feed Sportsnet decides to, to feed you. I see. Which means that sometimes they feed us the Boston feed. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jack Edwards may be a wonderful human being off the mic, but on the mic, he is like nails on a chalkboard. Just to, just oh. <laughs> I mean, he's
1: like
0: he's like me with about you know six more drinks
1: in me. Just, just very, very annoying and very much no, I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> well, um. It's uh, getting close to the end of this podcast, the end for 2020. Well, we might do one more show this year, I'm not sure, but uh, another year. This is uh, this is the fourth year we've done the podcast, I believe, because we switched over in 2020. And uh, wow, we've come so far, haven't we? Yes, unfortunately, I missed about a half a year when, you know,
0: managing to trip while doing laundry and completely demolishing a shoulder. Please, please don't uh, do this at home, kids. It's not fun. Believe me.
1: And I, you know, I missed a few months last year, obviously, thanks to a, a fake hip.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think between the two of us uh, during the, doing these podcasts, it's like we've probably missed combined I'd say
1: about nine months. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. We, we might, uh, like I said, we might do a podcast, uh, before the year is done, but this is definitely going to be the last podcast before Christmas, um, because now I have one more day of work and then I can chill for like a good part of a week, spend some time with family. Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve is going to be fun because, you know, my family's religious and... You go to Mass every Sunday, but um, we're going to go to Mass two times on Sunday. Sunday morning, the regular Sunday morning Mass, and then Sunday night is the Christmas Eve Mass. Ah, funny you should mention that, because
0: one of the channels from SiriusXM is advertising on the channels I normally listen to. That is the Christian channel, and they're advertising, you know, the, the actual um, services. Oh, they're wow. Going be show, they're going to be broadcasting services from LA. Uh, um, I know this in New York and a few other places. And I was just like, going, okay, I'm curious <laughs> to see what a mass is like. I'm curious to hear what a mass is like when you're just hearing it. Yeah. As opposed to actually, you know,
1: being there and participating. Right. I mean, if you want to check out, you know, what a mass of service is like, um, <clears throat> YouTube is a great repository of of those things a lot of churches uh do a uh, pre-recorded or live uh, streaming uh stuff um and good thing is because they're supposedly non-profit um no advertisements on those youtube uh videos
0: Well, that's good because, of course, you know, invariably there would be an inappropriate ad that would somehow get put into. Yeah. You could just you could just see the disaster in the making. It's like, oh, boy, no, not that kind of ad.
1: But uh, but no. um, And one thing that's kind of uh, typical over here, we do it every year. Uh, Channel 11, which is our CW affiliate, uh, always does the live midnight mass from St. Patrick's Cathedral on Christmas Day. I always DVR and watch it back so I can listen to the, you know, the bishop give the, or the cardinal give his speech and whatnot. So, uh, different traditions, uh, where it's, uh, going to church or celebrating at home, spending time with family or watching football, lots of different traditions. And it's not just for Christmas, uh, the solstice is tonight. So people celebrating that people already celebrated Hanukkah, a uh, festivus already passed. I think, um, Kwanzaa comes up. Uh, I think starting the day after Christmas. So, a lot of things that uh, people celebrate around this time of the year.
0: Now, I'm trying to remember Festivus is the airing of the grievances? Is that the is that the thing we're talking about?
1: Festivus, uh, I I think I that was the, that was a holiday made up from that was a holiday created from Seinfeld. Yes,
0: exactly. That's what I was thinking, you know. But wait a minute, the airing of the grievances I'm like,
1: "Oh yeah, Festivus. There we go. Yeah." <laughs> Festivus for the rest of us. There we go. <laughs> Alright, so uh, closing commentary and then we'll open we'll see what Neff gave me for Christmas. So here we go.
0: Okay, if you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints, reach out to us. You can reach out to us by email at radio at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. For our social media links, go to Linktree.com forward slash radio. There you find links to our Facebook account, our X account, our Discord server, our Instagram account, our Twitch channel, and our YouTube channel. And archived versions of this podcast are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio.
1: So astute observers might know from the last stream and uh, also from this stream, we're rolling in some new effects, as you can see right there. Um, So um, we might be up for another refresh uh, for this look um, in the weeks ahead. So... um, Please let us know what you think of, um, the new layout, uh, once we have it all sorted out. Uh, although the, for the next few podcasts at the very least, it's going to look like this, uh, but for future gaming streams and also, um, of the like, um, we'll probably be switching to a new layout similar to kind of what we had, um, with the flight simulator stream yesterday. So, uh, be sure to, uh. Uh, stick around for that. And uh, let's see what we have here. We have the reusable uh, bag, Neff, right here.
0: Well, the funny thing was when they said, you know, how do you want to package this? And they gave me the options. I'm like, do something useful, you know, as opposed to just, you know,
1: paper that's going to get, you know, tossed <laughs> and binned. So, Merry Christmas and Happy Reading is what it says. So, I know it's a book. Ah. But which book? That is the question. (coughs) I'm gonna guess it's a manga. Is it a manga? Eh. Oh, no, it's not a manga. That's why I thought it was all this time.
0: No, this was a book that I mentioned it to you when you were here.
1: Oh. Oh, then I think I may know what this is then. Yep. (laughs) Hockey fight in Canada instead of hockey night in Canada.
0: Yeah. um, It's a book that details the negotiations that went on in Canada back in quite a ways. Well, now now I can't remember a number of years ago uh, when the hockey rights uh, were re uh, re put out for solicitation between um, the two media giants in Canada, because, Mm -hmm. The previous rights holder, CBC, had basically been told by the government who funded them, "You're out. You're not spending taxpayers' money on sports programming, professional sports programming." Mm-hmm. This opened the door for Bell and Rogers to fight and scrap over this deal. Now, this was for the national rights, okay, which are the prize, right? Because mm-hmm. in Canada, as in the U.S., there are national rights which cover the country and regional rights which you know, are the areas around the individual teams. Right. So this is a book of the backroom dirty dealings that went on and there's going to be some very, I won't say spicy language, but there's going to be some rather interesting commentary from some people who in theory, you know, they're in their nice suits, etc.
1: You wouldn't think they would say those things. Wow. So, uh, well, thank you very much for this book. And it says uh, 2013, so it wasn't that too, too long ago, was it?
0: Yeah, so that's I think it was 2012 when the rights came up because I think there are two more years to run on the deal as it sits. Mm. But the way Rogers has been losing money on this deal, almost from the get-go, mm. and I mean, okay, to be fair, nobody could have seen a plague in the world. In 2020, that was completely, you know. But the problem was the very first year of this deal, No Canadian team made the playoffs that year. Mm. So all the money they had spent on this deal, and then basically the ratings numbers were absolute crap and tripe. And then there's the stuff they did to Hockey Night in Canada those first two years, Mm. including replacing the longtime host, Ron McLean, with George Strombolos. A rather charming fellow in the music world as far as interviews, etc. But when it came to hockey, he knew less than zero. Wow. And the fact of the matter was, the most remarkable thing, the most most thing I remember about this guy was that instead of the suit and tie look, he had, you know, the blazer, the you know, the open shirt, and the skinniest jeans in creation to the point where you're like, I could see your kneecaps,
1: dude. That's how <laughs> that's how tight these things were. It's oh like, boy. Wow. Just know. <laughs> no, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be an interesting read. I'll probably take it to work tomorrow and browse over a little bit while I'm in my downtime. So thanks again, Neff. Uh it's gonna be a very fascinating read, I think. Well, I hope so. I mean
0: you you did mention you like stories like that and I thought this was one of the biggest stories in Canada at the time, and oh, still yeah. to this day. I mean, because like I said, the next time, this hap- next time these rights are up for negotiation up here, I don't think Roger's going to be throwing around that kind of money, and Bella's going to be saying, you know what? After watching this debacle for the last 12 years, do you think we're going to throw around serious amounts of money?
1: <clears throat>
0: so that may open the door for others. Mm. And, of course, we have up here now, we have Fubo TV, we have Zone. So, a hockey a broadcasting world may be much different again in Canada after the next set of negotiations. We don't know. Mm.
1: Well, uh, we'd like to thank everybody uh, for tuning in for both parts of our podcast tonight. Uh, Neff, any final greetings uh, of the season you like to share? Well, I hope... Uh, whatever you celebrate
0: or if you don't celebrate at all you have a wonderful season you share it with those those you care about you stay safe and believe me i can tell you what not to do yeah but you know stay safe stay happy and we'll see you again next year
1: unless we do another podcast before the end of the year which we haven't figured out yet no. Well, I I'll leave you I'll leave you to do the figuring out. I'm I'm just a second banana. I'm not that smart. No worries, no worries. I will say um after Christmas, when Christmas is all done, Christmas Day, then we'll deal with um you know what streams uh we we set up. So we might stream another game or maybe do another podcast. We'll see how everybody feels after Christmas Day is all done and through. So, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday, Seasons, Greetings, whatever holiday you celebrate. Um, echo next sentiments. Uh, we thank you, as always, for your support. Um, and also, I, I forgot to mention this real quick before we sign off. Um, e-cards, Extreme Anime Radio e-cards are going to be sent out this weekend. Uh, if you are supporting us in some way, um, a viewer or a um, or a contributor, a cosplayer, artist, that sort of thing. Somebody who also joins us um, maybe on one of our streams. Chances are we already have your contact information by email. If we don't have your contact information and you would like to receive an electronic greeting card. Uh, please email ExtremeAnimeRadio at gmail.com. We'll add you to the list. And right now we have three potential e-cards. One is cosplay of Sarah by Astro Cosplay from Scotland next to their Christmas tree. We have new artwork from Aldrin Son of Sarah and Ymemi's Dancing uh, Nutcrackers, uh, Nutcracker Soldiers. Uh, so that hasn't been released yet. The third one is a variation of something which has been released already, which is the Brenny artwork of um, Sarah and you, You probably might have seen it already on Instagram, and we also have it available in a um, wallpaper version on our Discord. So you will want to um, uh, pick that up if you haven't done so already, but that is one of the variants. We might also, if we have time, we're also getting, um, as you heard from the previous part, um, we have cosplay from Mischievous Duck, which will hopefully be coming in in time. Um, we are also hopefully getting Sarah cosplay from Suki Tunuki in Texas. Um, so if any of those arrive in time, we're able to make a fourth version of an e-card. Then, uh, we'll roll that into the mix. But each person is going to get one at random. So, uh, make sure you contact us if you'd like to receive an e-card. So, with that out of the way, thank you for listening and watching the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Uh, we will see you whenever we see you. Again, uh, we'll make a decision after Christmas Day what we're going to do as far as year-end festivities to ring out 2023. Stay healthy, stay safe, and remember... Keep on looking out
0: for the Extreme Anime Twitch streams, and don't forget archived versions of this podcast are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio or your favorite podcasting platform good night
1: everybody see you next time